Yo, what's up, everybody? Since you guys all know it is tax season, I want you guys to know that today's sponsor is brought to you by Magnolia Tax Services. If you're a business owner or a high-earning individual, take control of your finances with the tailored tax planning services of Magnolia Tax Services. Their team of certified public accounts and enrolled agents specializes in maximizing savings for individuals and businesses by utilizing the latest tax laws and strategies. From complex business structures to high net worth individuals, they'll develop a customized plan to minimize your tax liability and increase your bottom line. Don't leave money on the table. Contact our partners at Magnolia Tax Services today for a consultation and get $100 credit towards your service by clicking the link in the show notes. That's right, guys. Like I said in the beginning, it is tax season, so you want to make sure you tap in with my guys at Magnolia Tax Service today. And once again, that link is in the show notes, and now we'll get right into the show. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant Yo, 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 welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Xavier, and today I got a special one for y'all, man. But before we start the show, I'd like to advise all the listeners and watchers to please subscribe, leave that five-star rating, review, share, like, all those things. We're running those numbers up this year, y'all, so if y'all could do that, I would greatly appreciate it. And getting right to the show, man, I got my guy. He hasn't been on in a minute, man. I got him in the studio today. I had to do it. Last time I had him and wifey on today, he's here. He's here solo. He's about to kick a lot of game and value. This is my guy, Byron Sellers. What's good, bro? What's good, my guy? Man, appreciate you having me back, man. Enjoying Dallas. Definitely, man. You already know, man. I got a, I had a Chicago native, man. Every time I got another Chicago guy on the show, man, it's, it's, a, it's a dope thing, man. So just for the people, um, um, who didn't catch the first episode we did? When this might be their first time seeing and hearing you, just get some uh, brief record on yourself. Yeah, for sure, man. So my name is Byron. I'm one half for the Mobile Home Elite Investors. Mm -hmm. uh, man, listen, man, in mobile home investing now for going on six years, me and my wife. Um, and we started, man, kind of by fate, man. You know, I, I had wanted to get in real estate about 2015, you know, kind of just uh, read a lot of books, started going on different podcasts, and uh, got real close to getting my first multifamily in Chicago, right? March 2nd, went to go take a look at it. The basement flooded, went to work to, uh, to, on, on March 3rd, got fired. So now I'm like, you know what? Man, I, I kind of want to tap into this entrepreneur. I don't want to get fired no more. I've been fired about four or five times, man. Like, I'm tired of this, man. And so, you know, kind of started just grinding. You know what I'm saying? Did a lot of few things. Tried a lot of stuff, man. But one thing I did, I invested over, maxed out my credit cards, $12,000 in personal development because I know to get my mind right, to get my money right. And, uh, man, you know, came across this podcast about mobile home investing while I was driving Lyft to make money. And, uh, man, it kind of sounded like, you know, it was real up my alley. Sent it to the queen. She like, oh, baby, we doing this. You know what I'm saying? Off so top. we off top. So I'm like, hey, let's let's go. And uh man, we just we went full steam ahead. You know, about a few months later, we ended up finding two mobile homes. We flipped, uh, we bought them for 4300 We took out a high interest loan to get started because I was broke. I'm talking about my car got repo, like they helped me get all this stuff back. And you know what I'm saying? When we got to that point, bro, when we got that first deal and we flipped them houses from forty three hundred to nineteen thousand five hundred, I'm like, oh yeah. It's, oh, it's gone. We gone. Like this, this it right here. Damn, that's crazy, yeah. bro. So what? Like that? Uh, that first mobile home you flipped. How long did it take, bro? Forty five days. Forty five days. That's quick. Forty five days. One was moving ready, and the other because we got two. One was moving ready, and the other one, uh, we only put three thousand into it. 
And both of them, we fl- we flipped one in 30, and the other one took 45 days. And that what's so interesting about that, because mobile homes, you don't really hear people when it comes to real estate trying to, you know what I'm saying, dabble into that. It's usually right. just single family, multi-families and stuff. So what, um, like you said, you heard it on the podcast, but what really, instead of going just the typical real estate route, what made you really focus on mobile homes specifically? Yeah, so for one, at that time, man, we didn't have, a, we didn't have uh, that much capital. My okay, credit was sure. bad. I had a 525 at the time. Mm-hmm. And... When you had to apply to get into a mobile home community, right, when we first started off, we was doing business inside of mobile home communities, and I got approved with a 525, and that's what made me realize, like, man, there's a lot of people out here like me that, you know what I'm saying, that, that don't have good credit, and so once I realized that, I'm like, these houses, like, this not, this because it's a mobile home, a trade, this is a whole house for less than $5,000? Like, yo, I think I'm on to something, right? Because every other thing I was looking at was 100000 plus. So now I'm like, okay, yeah. imagine what I can do with that same type of capital with these homes that cost less than $10,000. Mm, did y'all have to find a buyer too for that first deal? Yep. So, we, bro, we, was on, we put it on Facebook Marketplace. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, when we first put it on there, we were surprised. Cause a lot of people, a lot of times you ask, like, who buying trailers, right? Who buying mobile homes? And, bro, I'm talking about we would have every house we have over 150 plus leads you know what i'm saying every so house every crazy, house dog. people ask so we just like man it's a high demand so of course you know you got to filter through that to see you know who's a serious buyer but we still got our buyers mm, how was y'all able because you, you mentioned like um you have to get approved for the from the community how was y'all able to get access to the community to even do this because i know that's a common question that people probably want to know oh yeah so most communities depending on the size of the community they have a park manager they have you know our main officer so so the biggest thing is every community has an application that you got to fill out application fee so for us what we did was you know what i'm saying the park manager at the time was the one who's selling the houses so we told him what we were trying to do and bro was like, okay, cool. I get what y'all trying to do. And pretty much gave us, you know, the script to everything that we needed. So again, it's an application. Three days later, you approve. Now we, you know, we good to go. Easy, easy money right there. And, but I want to uh, fast forward for a second. I know it's a big jump from when you started. And I know y'all eventually got into actually owning a park. Yeah. And that's last time I had y'all on. <laughs> that ain't happened yet. So I know right. this, this, this huge. First, I want to say congrats on that. Appreciate it. I want to say how, like, break down that process on how you how was y'all able to buy a mobile home park. Yeah, man. So, man, it's all about relationships. I tell people it's all about relationships. And, you know, when I was on EYL, I basically said, like, listen, man, I want to make sure this is my goal to buy a park. Matter of fact, I'm on yours. I'm yeah, like, you I want to buy a park. Thing, yep. I was steady declaring. And the opportunity came. Shout out our partner, Charlie. Um, he had already owned seven parks. And so, you know what I'm saying? We had pretty much, he sent us an email about a, a deal that he had and he was looking to raise investors. So I'm like, I think this is a great opportunity because not only we could become a passive investor, you know what I'm saying? And learn the ropes, but now, you know what I'm saying? This is how we can get the, this is, we can get the experience and have ownership, right? And so, man, the deal, it was a $1.1 million mobile home park. Um, we ended up acquiring, we, uh, we put up only 50K towards it. You know what I'm saying? He raised 350K. And, uh, you know, that gave us ownership stake in it, right? You know what I'm saying? Over 13%. So we like, cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm all about, I don't need 100%, right? Just give me a percentage. And so, man, you know what I'm saying? That deal, when he closed that deal for us, bro, in 13 months, we ended up selling that park for 2.7 million. That 50 turned into $157,000. And what was the time frame you said? 13 months. 30, just a year. Yeah. Flip, from flip 50 bands to 157,000. That's crazy, though. Hey, bro. No, <laughs> no, that's, but like I said, that's, that's, that's big, bro, especially from starting off, from just dabbling into it, then going super hard in it, then eventually owning a the park, bro. Yeah, love. That's crazy, dog. Love, bro. Like, that's, that's, 
But let's talk about like for the people that's watching, because I know it's gonna be people watching, listening to this, and I'm like, damn, this this sounds like something I could get myself into. So like, what's your what's the what's what's the the best piece of advice for somebody that's looking to get into this on the ground level, but they might have a similar mm -hmm. uh, experience that you when you started? Yeah, for sure. So I'll say that I'm gonna go through two things. Right, the ground level part is um, if you don't have any capital. Wholesaling is a way to get started, right? And wholesaling, wholesaling is, yeah, wholesaling a property, right? So the best thing is you can go on Facebook Marketplace, you can go on OfferUp, you can find, or you can uh, go through different mobile home communities and look for sale signs. Basically, you want to ask that seller, listen, how you been trying to sell your house, right? You know, go see it, how you been selling your house, how, how you been getting traction and things like that. You want to get curious and ask them to basically see what they traffic like. If they've been sitting on that house for more than at least 30 to 45 days, this is a perfect opportunity to wholesale. So now you're just asking questions of, you know, how, how have you been marketing? You use Facebook, you use OfferUp, you use eBay, you use uh, Craigslist, you use realestate.com. Now you're pumping them with different options. So now they're like, no, right? So then, you, hey, listen, I think I can help you sell your house. I already got a list of buyers lined up, right? This is what you lead with. I got a list of buyers that I can think I can definitely help you sell this home free of charge. Once they hear that, free of charge, right? Now it's an opportunity. Like, okay, well, let me see what it is. So now... Let's say they want to, let's say they want fifteen thousand for their house, right? But you get them to, to be at twelve. You get a purchase agreement, lock them in at twelve. Now, whatever you, let's say you give them thirty to forty-five days. Now you can go market this house for seventeen, twenty thousand, right? So now you got no money to it. You're not you're not vested in the community. Now you're helping them sell a house. You still provide affordability. You're talking about less than twenty thousand dollars for a move-in ready house. And now you're going out to the market, right? Now you're doing all the heavy marketing. You're marketing on everything that you said that you you know that you want to do. You're keeping up with the leads. You're showing the house, right? You are pretty much the part. You need to know everything about that house. Once you find that buyer, man, listen, you get them with, under assignment contract, and you just married it to, right? You married it to. You can do that deal in a mobile home. You can do that inside of a mobile home of a mobile home park. If you want to go to a title company, cool, just to kind of right. you know secure that. But you just need two bill of sales to close that. To close it. To, just to close it now. If you want to graduate, I tell people it's looking at mobile homes on private land. Start contacting realtors who get access because most realtors don't, they don't want to market a $50,000 or $70,000 mobile home. That commission <laughs> don't look good. Send me those leads. Send me, send me all of those, right? Now, if I go get those on the contract, right, or if I'm using PropStream, if I'm getting those leads, now what I can do is I can start calling those sellers because they're not getting a lot of calls about their manufactured home on that land, right? Now you make them an offer, get them what they need. Now you can go to the marketplace. Perfect time right now. You find buyers who normally buy single family homes and rent them out. So now you can say, listen, I see you buy these single family homes. You're doing renovations. You probably upwards in the 200s or so, right? right. I got this manufactured home. You can, commit, you can collect this same amount of rent, but this but investment is going to be much cheaper, right? Much you might cheaper. be all in 120, with this investment plus the land, this is a three bedroom, two bath. Now, right? Look at imagine this wholesale deal. I got it for, under contract for seventy, but now I got it with him for one twenty five, right? So it's just it's, it's larger plays, and these are ways that you only got to use none of your capital. That's crazy. You just gave a crazy play, bro. You already know. Bro. That's, 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 <laughs> that's some that's some heavy heavy game, and I think a lot of people don't even realize how how many mobile homes and mobile home parks there is. Like yeah. there are every. I didn't really take like take notice of it until i started hearing you know being around y'all yeah. and hearing about more i'm like damn these, these things everywhere for <laughs> facts, real they facts. low key though you gotta really you gotta be looking you really gotta be looking to like kind of uh really get into it so 
But that's a that's a uh, that's a heavy 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 yeah, play this game, bro. That's so is um since you already did the mobile home park, is that something you want to do further? Yeah, man. So we want to continue doing it because here's the here's the thing for me, right? A lot of mobile home park owners don't really see the value of investors, right? And what I mean by yeah, that, you right. have park owners, and I get it. Some of them like, listen, man, I'm cool. We're gonna do everything in house. We don't need y'all yeah. help or nothing like that. And so a lot of people we've been able to help get into this industry, get started, they get a lot of no's. And I'm kind of tired of them asking for permission. And so for me, this is a, a way to not only provide affordability, because that's the, that's the reason I'm in this, to provide affordable housing, provide affordability, right? But it's the longevity. You know what I'm saying? It's the fact that, okay, we own this community. This dirt, no matter how long this dirt going to be, as long as these houses are here, my family going to be good forever on this, right? And then these people who live in here, they family going to be good forever as long as we, you know what I'm saying, we able to provide that affordability. So yeah, for me, honestly, to open up more doors um, and just really do more partnerships, man. To, you know what I'm saying? That's the way I look at it. I don't have to own the whole entire piece, man. I can own 20%, 15%, 10%, you know what I'm saying? And just, we do group economics. Mm, that's, that's, that's bars, bro. And talk about this for a second, like in the process of, of buying one, is the process similar to buying a regular home as far as like inspections and all that? Because I know that's another common thing that people want to know, like, is it yeah. completely different from buying a regular crib? Yeah, so I'll break it down. So it's two ways, right? So as far as a mobile home in a park, nah. Like a mobile home inside of a mobile home community, that's considered personal property. That's chattel. So that home after 1976, that home was inspected when it left the factory. It never has to be inspected again. Only time you might get a permit is if you're building like exterior. So if you're trying to build, you know what I'm saying, a, 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 a upstairs or some crazy stuff like that. Depends on where you at. Like if you try to put an awning or a garage, you may need permits. But other than that, inside, you don't need nothing. That's why some of these cribs, bro, when I tell you they so rigged like bogus, because it's nobody set, so telling true. them like, you know, no. Now, a, a manufactured home on its private land, a lot of times, sometimes those do not but again, if it's going to be, if it's going through a, if it's going through financing for like FHA, you know what I'm saying, VA, then those homes would be inspected. But it has, but most manufactured homes, again, long as it was built after 1976, it was already HUD approved. They'll just have to, you know, get the upgrades in in the case of, and then last but not least, Section Eight. So if, again, if you're going if you're going to do Section Eight, the you property, eight you can do Section Eight on mobile homes. Yep, 2016, bro, they changed the law where now that you can definitely uh, se Section Eight mobile homes. That's wild. I didn't know that. <laughs> Damn. He said, yeah. 2016. 2016. That's crazy. Like it's so much. Um, like when I be finding out about this stuff, when I be hearing, I be like, "Yo, this is yeah. this is this is <laughs> this is completely crazy." And everybody I talk to, like that's in the mobile homes that may start it, mm -hmm. they all got the game from y'all. Man, that's love. Like for real. Like yeah, everybody yeah, else, yeah. they be like, "Yeah, you know, it's this couple Byron and Charlize." I be like, <laughs> "Man, I know who that is, man." I be like, "Oh yeah, that's, that's why I uh, learn mobile homes, folks." So talk about like. Talk about your course for a yeah. second and all the info in the game y'all got just for the people that's listening because they're going to hear this and they're going to be like, yeah. oh, this is something I want to get into. So break that down, what y'all covering in that. For sure, for sure, man. So honestly, it's dope because, man, this this is the first time. we So we have a brand new program. Right. We pretty much like revamped everything because, again, like I said, we've been in this. We've been teaching now, you know, going on close to five years. And so, you know, of course, we, you know, we had everything step by step of what we did. But over these last years, we've been able to acquire so, so much, much information and new information and learn from our students. You know what I'm saying? And now what we did was we created, um, it's called basically the Mobile Home Society. We created our own society, man. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty That's much fine. a secret society. All mm -hmm. we ask is trust. Right, you feel right. me? <laughs> um, but within that, honestly, man, we doing live training.
trainings every Wednesday, man. So again, live trainings. We teach it from A to Z, how to get started inside of mobile home parks, how to get started on mobile homes on your own land, how to uh, buy a mobile home park. I mean, A to Z, everything, wholesale, acquired. We always get the question, well, if I got my own land, how do I, you know, get put mobile home? home we, doing, we got all of that information that we're putting in. We're making it a one-stop shop, man, and really just build a community so everybody can invest with each other. That's my biggest thing, right? Because a lot of my students do that now. Like, they invest, they invest with, each, with each, other. each other. Oh, bro, JV go crazy, bro. Like, I'm talking about, I didn't see some some amazing deals, man, from, you know, from the community that we've been able to build. And so, yeah, that's the biggest thing, man. Our community is, uh, is again, it's everything you need to know about manufactured homes. Moving, um, you know what I'm saying, how to be an installer, how to be an inspector, everything, man. We just putting together the, the, the I'm, again, I, I'm all about, for everybody that do this, I appreciate them for teaching it, right? My right. thing is, if you, again, if you, you know what I'm saying, you pretty much, uh, I'm thinking of the perfect word for, if you relate to me, you know what I'm saying, and you relate to me and my wife, you're like, okay, I want to go with, go with that, but get the information, man, because we don't, we see too many people get burned, they listen to these podcasts and be like, bro, say you got a mobile home for 5000 <laughs> Now I'm on Google, I found one for 5000 It's like, what do I do? And now, right. now you didn't cost yourself 20 bands because it got to be moved. It got to, and now you like, man, what? So again, you just got to get the information, man, and we got you. Man, everybody that's listening, if that's something y'all want to do, I'm going to have that link in that show notes, so y'all make sure y'all click that link to get uh, tapped into this, because this 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 real plays for real right here. And I want to ask you, what's something that you wish you would have known when you started about mobile homes that you know right now? Man, I, I had to use my own money. Like, that's the one thing. Like, honestly, two things. Well, yeah, now let me say that. Now I don't use my own money. If I knew about how to get, you know, credit, my utilize my credit, business credit, I would have been gone, even the wholesale play. Like those are the things because what started, I started off, most people want the fix and flip experience because that's the first thing a lot of times we think in real estate, like, oh, I want to go through this fix and flip yep. and go through the experience and don't even know fix and flipping a headache. You know, you're dealing with contractors, you're dealing with people that this is not your own time. You're trying to manage this project. You're not a project manager, right? So, <laughs> you, <laughs> right. so, so you coming into this right. like, man, like this, this is a lot, right? And so, you know, that's why I started. I think my first my first five deals was fixing flips, right? And then after that, I started getting passive income. We started doing more of a, uh, a rent to own. But even then, man, we still had to fix up the unit. But if I knew like the wholesaling play, and then if I knew how to leverage, you know what I'm saying, and grow my business and leverage business credit, bro, I went crazy starting, bro. Mm, that's so, so people that's listening, man, y'all make sure y'all better skip those headaches, all the stuff you went through. Man, the, for real. You know, for real, real talk. And I also want to ask you, what's your favorite mobile home deal you've done? Ooh, let's see. My favorite. We're going to do okay. both. We're going to do the favorite and the worst. So, okay. My favorite was, okay, so listen, we went to go, we had, my favorite was, we were selling a mobile home already, right? We had, I think we got that mobile home for $2,000 and we were selling it for twelve, right? Selling it for twelve. So the same day I went to the park, the park manager was like, yo, Byron, listen, this lady, she got, I just got this house. You know, you've been doing good. You can have it for free. She just gave me lot rent. At the time, lot rent was five seventy five. I'm like, bet. So it was $525 for that house. That same day we were showing the house that we were selling for 12, the lady saw our house and was like, man, uh, I like this, but you got anything else? I had just got that other house. I ain't even looking inspected. We went and showed her the other crib, right? We showed her the brand one, which you got for $575. She's like, I like this one. How much? It's like $12,000. <laughs> <laughs> That's $12,000, bro. When I tell you we finished the day, I literally closed. We talking about like, Literally two and a half hours closed that just like that. And I'm just like, bro, this is sweet right here. You know what I'm saying? Even I went to go show this other crib. I'm like, 
we just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was 11, over 11, over 11, 5. We just got that quick. That quick. You know That's what I'm saying? That's real. Nothing. So, that was dope. And then I would say my worst deal, man. My worst deal, I did the park manager a favor. This saying, she used to hook me up all the time. And uh, it was a house her brother had got. And he had been struggling to sell. Now, now I should have known because he was struggling to sell it. He already had it. And, man, you, I don't ever pay for over $5,000 for no mobile home. That's just me personally, right? She wanted 5000 He wanted 5000 for it. I'm like... All right, bro. So I gave him five bands. Man, that house was the house of hell. Now, man, when I looked, when I came in, it was a bad cat pee smell. Horrible cat pee smell, right? So I'm like, okay, maybe it's just a corner in here, right? Because they had put down new floors. Mm -hmm. Man, when I tell you this cat, when I, he did damage to that whole crib, bro. We had to do all new sub floors. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm not in five bands now. Problem. Now I'm another, you know, I'm 1,500 in. Bro, I think I came out all in all. I was all in that house. 10000 I didn't want to be there, and I ended up selling that house for $11,000. Damn. So, I mean, again, I didn't lose. You didn't lose. But still, it was just like, come on, problem. man. Yeah, like, I did all this for $1,000. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, that I would say that was my worst deal. Why don't you, because uh, you just said you don't like spending over 5000 Why is that? Man, I got spoiled, bro. I ain't mm -hmm. going to lie to you, you know, because mm -hmm. I'll be honest, man, kind of being in this space, relationships. Relationships is key. The reason why I never paid that much, because when you do business inside of a community, what happens is they see your value, and especially if you're in a bigger community. Like the community I was doing business had over 600 mobile homes. So, and another one I was doing business had over 400. So they would give me houses because as a park manager, their job is to fill vacancies. Like this is what they gotta do. So when they see me come, it's like, oh, let me get this to Byron because the minute I go on, guess what? That's a fill vacancy on their end because Facts. I took possession of that. Facts. Then they know I'm gonna sell it too, right? So. I, you know, again, they'll give it to me for, for nothing, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? And so I tell people that's relationships because, like, if you find a park that has that type of abundance, and then, again, once we start investing in more parks, my partner, like, whatever I want, I, you know, I got first dibs on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but once you have the relationships, you know what I'm saying, they willing to just give you that because yeah. those homes been paid. If it's a 1990, that home been paid off at least three, four times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For so real. for them, it ain't really about the money. It's about the land, right? As a park owner, you, you, you get paid off the land. Mm. And that that community piece is so important, and I know that's a a struggle a lot of entrepreneurs have with their business trying to build a community. So mm -hmm. how was y'all able to successfully do that? Because that ain't easy to do. Yeah, man. You know, I honestly say I think it to us being just one hundred percent authentic, like just being ourselves, bro. Mm -hmm. We ain't coming there trying to fake phony. We was just us. We always say. Every single one of our, our MHI family, we'd be like, listen, we just the rich cousins at the barbecue. <laughs> like, that's what we act like. You know what I'm saying? So we open. Like, it'd be funny. Like, we, we had a lot of in-person events. And they always be saying, like, y'all so down to earth. We never been able to really chill with, you know, some of our mentors. And I'm like, well, okay, that's the difference in us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't look at, I, if, if you were in, I look at you as a human being. I don't Facts. care, you know what I'm saying, what it is. I never going to put myself here, right? You know what I'm saying? I care about me. I know I'm, I'm my value. But if I'm around another human being... I'm gonna embrace love. Like you just came and broke bread with me. You know what Thanks. I'm saying? So I'm gonna treat you how you should be treated. And I think that's the fact that we always created like a family atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? And and then the community, we always push to be like engaged. Like, man, this like this your team, this your family member in here. Like y'all all on the same wavelength. So this is who you should be talking to. Cause I always tell people, I say, listen, when you get into mobile home investing, right? When I first come to my homies and be like, hey. Man, you need the mobile homes. Man, I'm telling you, man, these lot rent, they like, what? No facts. You don't understand. But if I'm in a community and we understanding the same things, now we's talking each other language. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, oh, okay. And it's more relatable. So they build relationships. Like, it was dope. I was just in Vegas uh, two weeks ago, bro. And two of my students, they, you know what I'm saying? They built a dope bond. Guess who pulled up with me in a, in a, in a Corvette? 
they did. Like, I seen, yeah, I seen yeah, they that. pulled I seen up at me like, hey, the mobile home money. They had they we buy mobile homes on. I'm like, hey, that's what I'm talking about, bro. So, that. yeah, man, I, I I love the community we built, bro. Mm, this is this is this is side thought too, because when you was talking about um just being authentic and down to earth, one thing I realized after like moving around, living in like different parts of the country is. I can usually generally spot with somebody from the Midwest, yeah. especially from Chicago. It's generally like that. I know yeah. people always tell me they be like, "Man, you so you so cool and laid back." Yeah. I probably th I thought you would be different. I'm like, bro, I'm from Chicago. Ain't nobody <laughs> finna be walking around Hollywood. You gonna get your ass popped? Hey, for oh life. <laughs> <laughs> you acting like you that like you just that nigga above everybody. Like people, look, man, you gonna get your ass smoked. So that. you just. Naturally, you gonna be a cool, laid back, treat yes. everybody respectful kind of person. You got to, bro. Yeah. Cause, I mean, like you said, that's real. Like being a white man, we lay low, bro. Like we don't. I ain't trying to be out in mean, scene because again, it's like again, you know, like living in the city, bro. Like you get that target on your back. That ain't what you want. That ain't what you want, bro. It's not what you want. You know what I'm saying? Get your ass smoked for exactly real. For, for being successful, <laughs> for being, bro. For being bro, I think it's it's hard for a lot of people to truly like under understand that and fathom that because you really gotta be. I was talking. To um, I was me and Gene was talking about yeah. that. He, he was talking about a certain car he was gonna get. He was like, No, I can't get it because I'm still in the city. Facts, and I'm like, Damn, I'm like, that's 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 a whole nother conversation though. Right. But I want to talk about this because, like, you what you and uh, your wife you doing is like crazy, crazy dope and Appreciate flying, you. all that. But I know that's one of the biggest things people always want to be like, Man, I wish I could build something yeah. with my I want to find somebody <laughs> to build something with. Talk yeah. about. Doing business with the person that you're in a relationship with. Man, listen, bro. This is the first thing I'm going to tell you. Listen, if you out here dating, date, now, I, you may hit date with purpose, but date to get the bag. Like, that's the first thing. Like, here's my thing. I look at that. Like, yeah. a lot of times we date and as it's either, you know, it's give and take. What can I get out this person? You know what I'm saying? One, one, one hand scratch the other type of thing. But if y'all able to help each other, find each other's strengths, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, for example, like, fellas, if you out here and you hear, you know what I'm saying, she says she wants, this is what her goal is to open up this or do this, contribute to that. Try to contribute to that. Right. It ain't got to be financially. Yo, come, hey, listen, I read, I went and read this uh, article about this, man. Listen to this podcast or go to this conference, like, I'll follow this person. Like, start adding value that way, you know what I'm saying? And then, right, same thing, ladies, like, like we purpose, you see a man purpose-driven, we love that. The minute mm -hmm. you come and be like, Hey, like I, I saw this and then we what? Like, oh man, come on. And I'll be honest, like that was the thing for me. Like, she supported the vision. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, like, okay, I see I think I can add to that. Let's do this together. And and here's the thing, like the dynamic is once you decide, once y'all figure out y'all roles, that's when it's easier. Because at first, again, both of y'all want to do things, y'all learning and things like that. And then fellas, you got to be able to put your ego to side. Because women is a great judge of characters, bro. That's facts. Like a lot of times, like it's funny because you may be thinking like, man, she just don't like my homies. Like, right. oh, she can she know, bro. She protecting you. Mm -hmm. So you sometimes you got to listen to what she may say about like, man, I don't know about, you know, I don't know about bro. And nine times 10 come out. Bro, be on some business. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's really about, man, like I said, what I had to learn, bro, was a, a roles, letting her lead at times, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When it was time to lead, same thing, vice versa, letting me lead. And once we started getting money together, bro, it was like, oh, this is sweet. Like, I never had to worry about, like, if she ever wanted something, like, man, this is ours. This is ours. What you want, baby? Go get it. <laughs> you, you want this go yard? Come on, let's go crazy. <laughs> we earned this. You no see what I'm saying? So it, 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 it never felt like, Man, you know what I'm saying? Man, I'm up here putting all this work in. It never felt like that because even if I even if I put in more work or she put in more work, we like we doing this for together. It don't it don't really matter about this. Look, we just built together, man. So that, that ain't gonna lie, man. I can't never trade that in. Mm -hmm. Man, you just gained so much game. And two two things I want to say is when you said that uh, when when it comes to character, women be knowing. I could speak 
Every time I didn't had a homie that was flaw, yeah. my girl was the first one telling me like, "Nah, he, ain't, he ain't, I don't trust something right about him." I'll be like, "Oh, you, you tripping?" Yep. Time go on, I'll be like, "Damn, you was, <laughs> you, your ass was not, you was not, you was not lying." You, it's, every it's time, like, yeah, you was right. You just right. be like, "Yeah, you know, hey, you did, boy, yeah, you know, he did some love, some he did some surprise, you know, some bullshit." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's that, that second thing we went back to. You talked about pretty much dating with attention. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of pe- a lot of people we just out here all willy nilly meet somebody we just kicking and having fun. It's no intention behind it. On like this is what we trying to do, Facts, and we gonna man. work to get the. That's a fact. Listen, fellas, if you hear that lady say I want to get married or something like that, leave that alone, bro. No facts. Then you be wondering like, why she crazy? <laughs> she told you what her intentions was, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like you up here vested in, you playing house and shit like that. Then you talking, about, I ain't really want no relationship. Nah, G, like you got to stop that. Like no, you got, it's listen, man. It's so it's it's a big pool, but like you said, not only dating with intention, bro, but it's just like listen. If you know your intentions and you know what your vision is, make sure it's in line, man. Don't get nobody, don't get no leech. You know what I'm saying? Like my thing is, I got an asset. I don't need no liability, right? At all. I don't need that. And if again, if you if you if you know you an asset. Ladies and you know, like no, if you know you're an asset, don't get no liability. Why mm-hmm. get a liability for? You know what I'm saying? And it's people that's like let the liabilities be around the the, the, the other liabilities that feel like they think they assets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, you gotta get you an asset. And, and it ain't about I think it's it's all about the value. It ain't gotta be money value. Exactly. It's about what did she do for my health? What did she do for my mental? You know what I'm saying? What did she contribute to to me? Like all that, you know, spiritually, all that. Like that's what it to me, that's when it, you start realizing like, the true value of a person. Facts. But so I I, I think so many people. When it's not nothing directly, it has nothing to do with money, they can't see the value. Yeah. I think that's a, a lot of people's biggest <laughs> issue. They be like, oh, this person ain't got no money to give me, so what value could he bring me? But just like, that's this facts. person can have a whole bunch of information, a whole bunch of game, a facts. whole bunch of experience. Facts. A lot of instances, experiences be worth more than money for real. Mm-hmm. So people do definitely got to stop just looking at like, what can I get financially from this person? Yeah. As, as opposed to a person could teach you a lot of shit. Boy, you know hey. what I'm saying? Experience is a motherfucker. And I want to I want to ask you this too, cause I like I, I love that you said like when you say you date and get the bag. I know I, I just want to play. I agree with you, but I want to play devil's advocate yeah. cause I had a video. This shit went viral. I just talked about <laughs> how um, like having a relationship that's dual income is gonna be the quickest way for you to get rich for real. Mm-hmm. And one of the most common things I was saying for people reply was yeah. like. Um, why would you be dating to get money? That's super superficial. And like, this is why people break up. People, all they do is make things about money these days. So just break that down for somebody that might be listening when you when they heard you say date and get the bag. Mm-hmm. And that might be their response. What's their response to them? Man, listen. Here, here's the reality, right? Especially for a male. When you get a wife and a family, you're the breadwinner. Yep. You the breadwinner. Responsibility. And that's my nine times ten. When a woman is the breadwinner, even she, it's a, again, she's a strong woman, but if she feel like that you slacking, bro, that's it's, a problem. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they're nice. So if, you, if y'all able to do it together, right? You do it together and y'all able to create together financial, like like you say, what the number one thing is, is, finan- is finances, finances and divorce. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times people marry for love, right? You marry for love. Here's the reality. You're talking about when you marry just for love. Sometimes love is a feeling. If that feeling kind of just, you know what I'm saying? Like, and here's the thing, if it got to be right. rooted, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, I, like, again, a lot a lot of people get married within the church. Like, man, we got married and they still go get divorced. 
You know what I'm saying? But it, I think the thing about it, you got to be able to build. I feel like it's a marriage. It's a circle. You got to be. And if you got to flatten that, it's going to, it's not going to. So the finances got to flat. It's going to deflate. You know what I'm saying? The spiritual got to flat. It's going to deflate. If the respect ain't it, it's going to deflate. But if you got, if you can finance, if finance, if you come in strong with finances, not only, like I said, and the love is there, like everything else is going to come full come circle around. No, bro. I, I, I definitely agree, man. Cause that is, that is one thing that you hear people say when they talk about dating and dating for love, and love is exactly what you said. It is, it's a feeling, and feelings is fleeting like the wind for real. You can love the hell out of somebody on Monday, then Wednesday you be like, man, I hate this motherfucker. How many baby? How many people got baby mamas and and baby daddies out here? You you was in love when y'all y'all was getting it cracking. Y'all was in love for a little bit, but again, it's like you said, it's just. It's, it's not the feeling, and then what happens? I think the biggest thing too, man, when it comes to it, especially black, it's the it's the fact that being like being present is the you know like healing, man. Healing is so important nowadays that people forget about like what the past traumas is. What happens is a lot of times men or women may come in a new relationship with past traumas and everything. They got their walls up because somebody else, all their past experiences did this, did that to them, right? So now it's like, oh, red flag, red flag, red flag. But it's like, if you didn't get healed from that, if you heal from that, now you're able to, if somebody does something, you're able to have the conversation and, and talk about your feelings. But if y'all able to see eye to eye at that moment, hell, get a therapist, you know, get a get a couples therapy you like if y'all able to like work towards conf through conflict you know what i'm saying that can definitely help you out and for longevity too but most because now that i get it it's easy to quit it's like oh this get on my nerves there we gone i'm gone no gone. facts and on to the next one facts and if you ain't got no solid foundation or no um no like understanding on goals y'all trying to do from jump i know with me like i've been in a relationship for eight years i've been married Man, for a love, year love. from the Time for probably our first conversation, getting to know each other is like, all right, what you want out of life? What yeah. you want to do? This is what I'm trying to do. If that's what you're trying to do, let's link up. Yep. So even if it's phases where we probably at dislike of one another, it's still like we still got that common end goal yeah. that's always gonna naturally bring us together. That's dope, bro. And that's and that's bigger. And this might sound crazy to people, and that's just bigger than love and man, that feeling of real. love for real. For real. And I salute you, bro, for real, man. You know, like I, I you know, you being younger than I am and seeing that, you know, again at bro, at your age, I was still I was just trying to be in the streets, you know what I'm saying? So to be committed at that young age, but you understand what not only done for your success, but for your mental health, you know what I'm saying? Like for real, like you got more of a peace, you know what I'm saying, at, at where you at. And again, wow. I've been seeing you thrive and being able to see, you know, what you've been able to do and what your focus and even seeing what she's been able to do and seeing her focus. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I remember, bro, when y'all remember y'all first mobile homes, he came, y'all yep. came back like a month later, like, yeah. oh yeah, I bought, yep. I'm like, Dang, but the focus, yep. the level that y'all been able to have and mm -hmm. have and y'all to build, I, I know y'all really motivate a lot of young mm -hmm. couples, bro. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you, bro. And, and talk about this too, because this this was a question uh, um, somebody asked me. I was having a conversation about. They was like, "Do you have? Do you ever have times that you wish you were single?" This is somebody asked me, and I was like, "Nah," because for what I'm trying to do in life, a relationship is good because it brings stability. Yeah, something at home. You know, if I'm single for the shit I'm trying to do yeah. at scale. I'll just be all over the place. It would be taking a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? But that home life, being yeah. in a relationship helps that home life so much more. So it gives me clarity with a lot of things. No, nah, I'm going to say this, man. I'm going to be 100. I'm going to speak just from the heart, bro. The only time that ever crossed my mind is when we get in an argument. I might think about that shit for 30, for 30, 30 minutes. Like if I was out in these streets and then I realized like ain't nothing out here for me, bro. Like I'll be real, right? I, I realize, but no, I just being honest. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, my wife an asset, man. So it's like, I'll be 100, man. It's just like, I understand. Like, I don't want to do like, bro, first of all, 
I be telling Dre all the time too, bro. Like the the, the game is different. I came up in a different era. No, it's different, I don't bro. want no parts of this of this right it's now. It's some crazy shit. It's a going pay to play, bro. bro. I don't want none of this, bro. That's all it is. <laughs> I don't want none of this. You know what I'm saying? So um, I mean, and again, I, and that's not everybody. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, but right, right. At the same time, no, I just I'm cool on that. But again, I value my wife so much that again, a disagreement is just a disagreement, and we get past that. But now, nah, man, I understand that. Listen, when I was when I quote unquote was the man of my guys, when I was the you know that guy, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm you know saying I I got hoes or however you want to call it. I was the brokest. Exactly. I was the brokest, bro. It wasn't until I got with one woman, and that's when we hit millionaire status. One woman, man, because my it, sh it shifted my focus. I had one woman to, and one woman is is enough for me. My wife, you don't know say, I love. She got man, listen. She I love because she command attention, and I got to get her attention when she need her attention. Mm -hmm. But I realized I would rather get her attention versus three or four three other or four ones. Other you know ones. what I'm saying? That's hard to juggle, man. I ain't a good juggler. Ooh, that's about, hey, that's gonna go viral right there. We gonna, we gonna clip that up. That's gonna go viral right there, man. <laughs> but that's that's game though, just because a lot of a lot of dudes, especially like you, like you did say these days, this shit definitely pay to play out. It's crazy. It's it's some it's some crazy man. I'll be hearing crazy. some crazy ass stories, seeing right. some crazy stuff. I'll be like, I'm a whole part of again, like, bro, like I said, I'm from the era. It, I'm honestly, bro, I'm from the era where that it was. What could you do for me? Like, you know, could you, I mean, real, if I was saying that now, bro, I wouldn't get no action. Like, what? Like, what, what? Pay what? Go where? No, we ain't doing that. Come on, oh, you come nice. to the, you come to this crib. Matter that of fact, pick crib. me up, pick me up some Wendy's or something. You come on your way over here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, from that era, bro, like, no, we, we ain't do that. You know what I'm nah, saying? Like, so that, I, I, I wouldn't survive. Mm, no, real talk. It, it's, it's, it's completely, um, it's it's like a 180 for real. From the shit I be seeing, I'd be like, yo, this is wild for real. Like, if you ain't got no bread these days, you pretty much ain't getting no play. From what, I'm, from what I'm seeing, like you you just invisible. You exactly. You could <laughs> you invisible for real. Hey, listen, you take it what you can get, bro. You take it for real. Like it don't matter how nice looking you is nowadays, that don't bro, matter no you more. Ain't got no bread. You, you out of there, bro. You out of there. You can't take no girl on no trip. You can't buy her no bag, no shoes. She not fucking with you, bro. No, I'm straight, bro. That's that's all that's all. And, and the last thing I'm gonna say this man about I'm glad I ain't in the street because one thing I love my I love my wife my wife natural bro she don't do the makeup and nothing like mm -hmm. that she's naturally her bro I ain't gonna lie that stuff can fool you bro I ain't gonna lie man. listen women I feel like I call it the I call it it's the the warrior face <laughs> they come on and put that warrior face they get beat and then they go out in public and they portray this and they get home and snap that off you like damn damn who's that <laughs> like. Nah, listen, I be more powerful to the, you know, females that do it. I understand it's a, you know, it's a playful, you know, beauty and everything right. like that. But at the same time, it's just like, like, let that man see how you really look. How you really look. You know what I'm saying? Really, no, in fact, that's, that's game, bro. And I want to, I want to, uh, get back to, um, mobile homes for a second. Yeah. So what's, what's, um, I'm trying to think of a way, a way to, uh, ask this question. What's, so, so if somebody's trying to get into this, right. And like I said, ground level again, no resources, they don't know nobody that's in it. Like. But it's a it's a mobile home park, and they up the street. Yeah. They can see it, but they want to get into that park. What should they start? Should they just walk over there and be like, "Hey, can I talk to the yeah. manager?" Or like, what 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 should they what should they yeah, start? I got you. So here we go. So first thing you want to do is you want to go drive around and just see if you see any for sale signs. You see if you see any around for, the property. In, yeah, see any for sale signs of property. Them the first people you want to target because that's can they the just direct walk to in the property though. Yeah, you can walk okay. in there, drive in there, right? Walk to see if you see some for sale signs. 
right? See it for sale sign, boom, call it. Hey, how you doing? Listen, I'm outside. I just wanted to see if I can actually come, you know, I'm out. can I come see it or can I set up a day to come see it? Don't even ask them how much. Go look at it first, right? Then you ask them how much once you see it from there. If it's none, then you go to the, if it has a park manager or like an office or something like a number, call that. And then the first thing you ask, hey, how you doing? Listen, I'm just calling to see if any homes available. Um, okay, cool. How, uh, you know, anyway, can I set up an appointment to come see him? Schedule an appointment to go see him first before you get to ask about prices. Because you may be blindly, they be like, oh yeah, I got one for 5000 and things like that. you like, 5000 But it's a shithole. You know right. what I'm saying? So you don't even want to do that. So then once you schedule it, then go see it, right? Go see it. Go start inspecting and things like that. Go on YouTube. You can look at our videos, but go on YouTube to see about a walkthrough on a mobile home so you can see what to kind of look for, right? You want to make sure there's no soft spots on the floor. You want to make sure there's no visible uh, holes in the roof. You don't see no visible mold. Um, you know, you want to make sure everything is working properly. And if so, everything is a negotiation, right? Everything you, you start, okay, okay, that's going to probably cost me this, right? And so once you do that, man, like I said, once you get the price, it's about negotiation, right? It's now, if you buy in a directory from the seller, all right, cool. Which, how much you want for it? If it's in your price point, all right, go to the office. Hey, listen, I'm, I plan on buying this house. What's your process? You know, how, what's, the, what's the process for approval? Go fill it out. Once it's yours, now you can do what you want to do. do. A lot of times people come in like, hey, how you doing? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm an investor and I just want to see if can I... Right. They don't want to hear that, bro. They, when they hear investor, they think that you're trying to move a home out they park. And as a park owner, we don't want to hear that, bro. Like, because that's you cost me $25,000, you move me a house out of my park. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to replace that replace house. It. So, you know, just kind of see, listen, man, you know, like, how can I add value? That's how you want to leave. How can I add value if you're talking to a park manager or a park owner? And, uh, you know, from there, now you can decide what's your exit strategy. You're going to fix and flip. You're going to, you're going to, or are you going to try to wholesale with this seller? Or, you know, you're going to try to do, you know, sublease, do a rental. Like, you're going to rent out rooms. Like, you got so many different options on what you can do and, and to decide that. And now, you know what I'm saying? Man, you're setting yourself up to make some money. Mm, that investor piece big because that is, um, I remember hearing stories of the other people. They, they, that's one of the things they say when they call, oh, I'm an investor. Mm -hmm. Click and get, no and get no play instantly because you think they're going to show you love because nah. you're you saying you're an investor. I don't mean nothing. And I, you know, it, it, it definitely don't, uh, from, from experience and things that I'm saying, it definitely don't mean, mm -hmm. that shit don't mean nothing for real. But another, another piece for, uh, a mobile homes for real. Is it when it comes to um talk about the ways that you could do with funding if you're trying to get a part? Oh yeah, man. So here's the thing. So there's a few ways. So if you so the first thing is if you can find a if you get a uh, a part owner seller finance, that's amazing, right? Yeah. If you get them seller finance with like 10, 10 to fifteen percent down, maybe twenty highest maybe thirty percent, right? To put down, right? So that way you ain't got to go get a, a loan and things like that, right? right? And it, and it works out. The the conversation with the seller is like, hey, listen, you still have ownership. Like, let me take over and everything like that. You know, I'm gonna make sure you still get some cash flow, but let me take over and then from there, give me enough time to either get financing, um, or we can do we can ride it out the long way, right? And nine times out of ten, what I love about it, you can like year ten or something, like year five, year ten, bro, you can cash them out. Go get you go refinance. You know what I'm saying? And then go go ahead and cash them out. Now, for most community uh, small banks. Uh, local credit unions, and there now it's a lot more um, lenders that lend for uh, mobile home parks. Now, a lot of them have requirements. What I've been seeing a lot, most of them, it has to be at least a million or more for the for the other smaller lenders. But commu small community banks, uh, uh, local credit unions, they'll finance those smaller communities, sometimes $400,000 and up. Um, and so normally it's anywhere from, uh, you know, you got to put down 20 to 30%. If you can find something 10% to put down, that's amazing. Jump on that, right? right? But it's normally about 20, um, you know, they'll, they'll uh, finance you, you know what I'm saying? Anywhere from, um, you know, 75, um, so yeah, 75, 80, uh, oh, sorry, 80 uppers to 70% LTV, I mean, LTV. 
Um, and uh, man, you know, honestly, I tell people raise capital, right? If you got a good, if you got the cash to raise it, cool. If not, you know, give your investor something worthwhile. Give them, you know, hey, listen, I guarantee you ten percent. And then, you know, over time, you know, the goal is to give you about thirty percent on your money. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So you can raise for the down payment. But those are ways to do it. Um, and then let's see. Oh, USDA, USDA, they have a loan. Takes a little bit longer. Um, but you can get the, the SBA loan. Uh, they actually they have a program, but go to USDA.gov and um, they, they'd have a special financing for like uh, areas, like rural areas, so that you could definitely get financing from the government on the mobile That's home game. park as well. That's game right there. And t t let, me, let me ask you this. So if you get a home inside of a park, typically how much does a park, what's the fee for that, 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 uh, that rent you may be getting? Yeah, so... On the average in America, $375 is the average, right? The let's, average. let's talk about down in Texas, right? In Dallas, bro, these lot rents like $700 a month. Yes, a month? $700, $800 a month, right? Anything that's near a, 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 a city is always going to be higher because it's more jobs, right? Anything rural is going to be less. So when you talk about areas that is like that, you know what I'm saying? Like especially like San Diego, bro. San Diego lot rent like twelve fifty. That's great. Thirteen hundred, you know what I'm saying, because of the location. Mm -hmm. About a beach and probably right. water. So for me, the higher the lot rent when it comes to trying to do like rentals or you trying to do like rent to own, your margin is not gonna be really be there. You know what I'm saying? Because again, let's say if the if the average rent in the area is fifteen hundred, but the lot rent is a thousand. They make it more than me. And I'm doing, I got most of the responsibility. You know what I'm saying? So now in that case, I'm trying to flip it. Or what I love about it, actually, there's a lot of lenders who will lend to mobile homes inside of a park, right? So perfect example, Warren Buffett, right? People don't know Warren Buffett in the game, right? Warren Buffett, he purchased Clayton Homes for $1.7 billion in 2003. That's the largest mobile home manufacturer in the world. Really? Clayton Homes, bro. Most, one of the most energy efficient dope cribs. So banks wasn't lending to mobile homes, right? So Buffett, like, okay, watch this. He created two lending companies, 21st, uh, 21st Mortgage and then Vanderbilt. 21st, yeah, 21st Century Mortgage and Vanderbilt and Mortgage Company. So then he started financing to his own joints. He's like, That's okay. Crazy. So now people in the parks like, all right, well, yeah, a bank ain't going to lend to you. Go to my company. Go to my company. So you have now, you got probably 40 different lenders now because at the end of the day, they just want the note. They just want the note. So again, if I, if you, if let's say I, I let's say you buy a mobile home from me, right? And I'm like, yo, Zay, listen, this is how you need to do it. You need to just put it on the market for fifty thousand. Go to go to Triad Financial. Go put it. For, they gonna come and do the uh, appraisal. They are gonna say fifty k. You can find somebody get fifty k. They gonna cash out your fifty k. So now you ain't gotta work because now they getting financed. They just want they want the monthly payments versus you getting them now. Oh shit! Yeah. Yo, that's major right there, bro. <laughs> Dang, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I ain't know Buffett was into. Uh, that's that's wild, bro. Oh, so yeah. that shows you, oh, yeah. it's it's big bread in this industry, bro. Oh, yeah. And so so people definitely, because I know it's a lot of people that overlook it or never even heard of it. Yeah, like I haven't, I never heard of it until I met y'all, and I'm right, like, right. damn, I ain't know this was this was a thing for real. Yeah. So also like, um, when it comes to mobile homes, what's some of the from your experiences? What's let's 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 do like pros and cons for a mm -hmm. second. What's some of the biggest cons you've seen or or lessons you yeah. learned since being in the industry? Yeah, so you know, many times um I say these so first of all the mobile home park system is A A through uh D grade, right? It's right. it's great. It's like an A community is a is a is a spectacular community. You know, you can tell we have six figure earners in that B community, cool. That's crazy. Seed and down, you sometimes you, you so you're dealing you're dealing with affordable housing. So you are dealing with lower income at times. So sometimes the people, I mean, it could be hard to deal with. You right. know what I'm saying? Especially, you know, again, like if you from if you from the city, you, you kinda you got that urban, you know, it's it's it can be tough that because sometimes they may not look like 
like you, you know what I'm saying? And it's like gonna test you, you feel me? So that but I mean other than the people, I think that the uh the older homes, right? The older the home, the more they have more underlying problems. I've seen that cons. Um reliable handyman, right? Contractors. A lot of a lot of times, man, I know you know uh, about that. <laughs> a lot of times, you know, the money is isn't worth a lot of you know people who who contractors who do single family homes, multifamily. It's not it's not worth for them to go in there. So a lot of the guys that we have doing work on our mobile homes, you know, these are kind of the local guys that get drunk on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? They get high when they do whatever they do, and so they're not reliable at times, right? So it's 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 very it's more companies starting to pop up. But I tell people, anybody who watches, this is a huge opportunity. If you become a mobile home contract, mobile home contractor, you're gonna eat. You're gonna eat because there's so many people that that need quality work. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, I would say um, I think the marketplace for it, technology, we need to, we need to c catch up, right? The technology is not really there like a single family home. Like you know, you got all these different tools, you know, like even prop streams and things like that. Whereas sometimes, well, since mobile homes are in a community, like the accessibility to you know get the get the access and get the information to skip trace may not be there. Not be there. You know what I'm saying? Or even a lot of times the value, right? It's not really we have. Um, uh, nada.com but it's not really something that determines the value that's why I tell people in the invest like we determine the value because there's nothing that's really out there that's saying this is worth this like you don't really like comps is really is it's comparable to what's in a community not that's what's crazy. in the area what's you know what area. I'm saying unless it's on its own land now you can comp it with single family homes right but so I think those are the kind of the cons that I see uh, stigmas you know stigmas are getting better, uh, better. Um, but the product you know the product is getting better the product is you know it's getting the industry it's a 31 billion dollar industry is still expected to grow um and i think the the last and cons is just you know every now and then you get some scammers in it like any industry mm, that's a, a, like anything else what's mm. the most expensive mobile home you ever seen million dollars a million dollar mobile home yeah you can look it up it's in uh they got a few of them so they got a million dollar mobile home park in the bay area and then in California, what is the area? I, I think I want to say Malibu. Um, they have a million. It's like one point three million dollar mobile home. It's a it's That's a wild. it's a, either double wide or a triple wide. You can look. I mean, like I said, you go on Google and, and then put in million dollar mobile home. Anybody who watching this, you it's big see it. or just like a regular. It's big. It's probably about if I had to guess, maybe about like either two hundred. I mean, twenty five hundred or three thousand square foot. Oh, that's, that's big. Yeah. Damn, million dollar mobile. It's home. about location. Loki, right, yeah. location. Right. <laughs> lo, uh, location is everything. Would Would you advise? Um, let's say somebody living in uh, how? Let's say if somebody living in Cali mm -hmm. that's super expensive and they can't really afford to buy mobile homes out there, so they want to go to a cheaper market. How can they do that without firsthand pulling up to this park? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I always encourage people. Like, we always get. I tell people, man, like look at the wholesale. Right, look to wholesale, route. right? You get in California, you get your uh, salesman license because I think you have to get licensed to be able to just, uh, to even wholesale out there, right? Really? People do it, but I mean, yeah, just right. you know, right. I, I tell people, you know, you definitely want to just you know cover your you know cover yourself, but uh, look at the wholesaling because your deals, your margins bigger, right? If in California, if this mobile home costs one fifty. Right, but then you know you can make twenty off of it. Go do that because you're gonna make more money. Somebody in Indiana, you gonna make more money than somebody in Illinois or Pennsylvania that's wholesaling a a, a ten thousand dollar mobile home. You know what I'm saying? So look into wholesaling, and then if you do, you can go to Nevada uh, or partner. Right, just build relationships, and now you know you can be you can fund a deal. Make sure you get your JV contract in order. Make sure you know what I'm saying you give an attorney to make sure you know you you cover yourself. But yeah, like find somebody in a, in a smaller market, North Carolina, South Carolina. Front the money, you know what I'm saying, and now make, let them give you return on your money. Mm, and this, and this, my, this, my uh, final question I got for you: <laughs> What's your best piece of advice to somebody? Like how you said you started, 
you was driving, driving lift, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Messed up credit yeah. and all that. Then went to what, five, six years, millionaire status? Yeah. So like, what's your best piece of advice for somebody that was in your shoes six, seven years ago that's mm -hmm. like, man, ain't no, out, ain't no way out this shit. I don't know what, I don't know what I'm going to do. What would you tell them to, to, to uplift, to uplift them for a second? Man, listen, the first thing I'm going to tell you, of course, invest in yourself. I know a lot of times we, we hear that invest in yourself and like, well, how should I invest in myself? You got to right. invest in your mindset first. Like, again, you're not going to get your money right unless your mind right, because you got to be willing to do, like you say, if you're at that point, like, I can't keep dealing with this, that's mental. You know what I'm saying? Because every, all your circumstances, you ain't dead. Like, if you ain't in on deathbed, then you, you got a lot to go, right? I ain't gonna lie. When I was broke, I still was happy. You know what I'm saying? It was just, I would know, I would deal about my financial problems, but I had to separate, like, man, I got more to live for. I can walk. I can talk. I can, like, look at everything that you got access to. Go look at your closet, the things that you bought and you accumulated. You did those things, Refo, right? So now the next thing is, okay, how can I get my mind right? And so when you invest in your mind, your mindset, or, you know, now you're starting to dive in, you know, more so personal development, that helps you to start attracting the people, yep. you know what I'm saying, to be able to start getting a, get in the rooms, right? Go to meetups, start going to conferences and things. But go with intention. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going like, yeah, you may trust me. When you go to a conference, you're gonna learn a play or two. You're not about to sit through a, a eight-hour conference and learn mm -hmm. every single you can take as many notes as you want. You had to find one thing that you know now. And then the biggest thing is set a goal. Like so when you set a goal, have an end vision. Okay, this is what I want to do in a year. This is what I want to do in three years. This is what I want to do in 10 years. That that first, that okay, this is what I'm gonna do in the first 12 weeks. Like that momentum, once you build the momentum, the biggest thing, let's say what let's say what you did didn't work. That's cool because you built up the work ethic and the momentum. So if the next thing coming here, okay, cool. I know what I learned from my mistakes, right? Not quitting. And I think that's the biggest thing, man. And then the last thing I'm gonna tell you. Don't give a fuck what nobody got to say about you or what they think about you, right? Because a lot of times we we competing against people who not even saying telling us, right? We thinking about like, man, I can't wait to uh, man, I'm gonna show them, man. You know what I'm saying, man? You know what I'm saying? Nothing such as hated on me, man. I'm gonna show like, stop trying to show people, prove to yourself. You know right. what I'm saying? Like once you learn it's you versus you, all that other stuff it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? You compete, you going at your own pace. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So once you start realizing that, listen, I'm I'm want to be better than I was yesterday. Then that's what's gonna help you because you're gonna get caught up in this, in this, in the, on the gram or TikTok. Like, right. damn, they killing, they, they, kill. they, they, and then don't even realize what about me. You know what I'm saying? What? Let me look, let me go through my pictures. What was I doing last week? That was, you know what I'm saying? Like, what can, like, once you start doing that, and then now you can track your results. But like, okay, I did that. Like, that's put yourself in a better position. And I think the consistency. The last thing, the consistency of that. Yeah, consistency. Sticking to one thing until you start realizing you ain't got to do seven streams of income. Sticking to that one mm -hmm. thing, right? And getting around the people who do it better than you and learning from them, it's going to help you get to the next mm, level. That's game, bro. And something I like you, that, that you kind of touched on is that's the one thing about experiencing some kind of success. Because even when you hit hard times, mm. that experience is something you can lean back on to pick yourself back up. Because right. anytime I went through difficult moments, it's like, wait, I did this, this, this. So I know I could do it. Thanks. So it's like, man, wait, I'm tripping. I need to. I need to. <laughs> and one, one final thing I want to say, what I really love about your story is you started after 30. And so Facts. many, so oh, many bro. people, they feel like I'm 26, I'm 27. Yeah. My life needs to be all the way put together and lit. Not knowing like, yo, you, this is a marathon. You got mm -hmm. so much more life to live. Like just cause you 30, 35, life ain't over. You mm -hmm. can still do a fresh start Facts. and boss yourself up that's and you living fact. proof of that. That's what I love Appreciate about your you, story, bro. bro. That's, that's, that's hard. Appreciate you, bro. Definitely, nah, that's, that's a fact, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's never too late. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. You 40, 50, 60. It's never too late. Right. Because it's so many, like I tell people, listen, a lot can change in two years. 
24 months, a lot can change, right? Like, like, I, I always put the things to basketball. You got 24 seconds on a shot clock, man. The, either three points or two points can make a, a, big, a big difference. It can win a game, and that's all you need is to get, you know what I'm saying, to come up. It's, it's run a play, run a strategic play, run that play, and then and within that 24, two, two years, man, a lot can change, and then that keeps momentum. And it's going to be like a roller coaster. Yep. Entrepreneurship is it's like this. That's all it is. It ain't never just like this. Nope. You know what I'm saying? You can scale, and again, if you got, as long as you continue to get the right strategies, and then it's going to start. Then it's like, like that. that. But a lot yeah. of times you get, you like, oh, okay, I'm busting right now. And then it's, oh, <laughs> damn, you're right. You know what I'm saying? No facts. So, yeah, it's, it, but as long as you're willing to go through it, man, you're not going to die. So that's why I tell people, man, invest in yourself. Go crazy. Mm, that's game, bro. And before we wrap up, bro, I just want to say, um, I appreciate you flying out here to get this done, bro. Like yeah, this is sure. we ain't we ain't did this in a minute. So having you back on the show, like that's love, bro. I really, really appreciate that. Appreciate you, bro. And secondly, is plug all your stuff, the course where people can follow you, everything you got, because I know they're gonna tap in after hearing this. So plug everything. Yeah, for sure. So man, listen, man, listen again. My name is Byron, one half of the mobile home elite investors. My queen Sharnee Sellers is the other half. Uh you can follow us on all social media platforms. Uh Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter at Mobile Home Elite Investors. Um, again, you can Google Mobile Home Elite Investors. And then if you want to, again, uh, Zay's going to have it in the show notes, but you can go to uh, www.mobilehomeeliteinstitute.com just to learn more about all the services that we have. And again, if you're interested in getting to manufacture homes, we got you everything you need, literally the A to Z blueprint. And this is how, you know, again, we took all of our mistakes. We took all of our wins and we put it together to give you the blueprint. All you got to do is follow them. That's mm. it. All you got to do is follow right. them. If you, if you go off, you know what happens? Some people go off I'm like, well, let me try this. All right, cool. Good luck. You follow <laughs> the script. You're going to get the results. Mm, that's, 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 that's game right there. And that's all I got for y'all on this episode of Millionaire Mindsets. Appreciate y'all tapping in. You guys can follow me on all platforms at Xavier C. Miller and follow Millionaire Mindsets everywhere on all platforms. That's all I got for this episode. See you guys next episode. Peace. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gon' talk about it No Deanna, speak that sh** that everybody vouching Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant